Welcome to Uncultural Bias Podcast. My name is Kamara Williams. I am your host. On our show, we say that culture is a matter of perspective and opinion. After all, culture is just another way to say discovered. We are uncultured, we are biased, and we are black. Now, if you're just tuning in for the first time, first of all, I just want to say thank you for joining us on this program. Um, you know, we have uh, talk about a multitude of different topics. You know, we go from uh, black history, just politics, uh, pop culture. Uh, we're going to do something fun today. Uh, but before we get into what the subject can be today, I wanted you guys to know that I need you guys to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to our podcast on if you're on Apple, Spotify, or on my website, KamaraWilliams.com, where I have an active blog that it, you know can list topics that's filler for that week's episode, or just things that's going on that I didn't really want to cover in a podcast. All right. It's also a space for loyal listeners who want to request certain topics or just want to engage. Um, if you're listening on Apple, please be sure to rate my episode, five-star rating if you're so inclined. Uh, that's part of the way that we actually... Um, the algorithms help us as far as um, Apple's concern and understanding whether or not people are engaging or liking the program. So five-star rating, leave a comment. Um, please do all that, and I appreciate it. And uh, we're going to keep rolling. So today's podcast is actually going to be pretty fun uh, because we just got done doing a Black History podcast. First of all, if you listen to all four hours, shout out to you because <laughs> that is a lot of content. So um, four hour podcast on black history, that ain't, that ain't nothing to sneeze at. So we're going to give y'all a round of applause on that. Okay. That's, that's live. All right. Um, but because we got into some heavy content of, you know, talking about everything from black history, um, all the way to the African slave trade to the uh, transatlantic slave trade and then going to uh, civil rights, want to give, do something a little bit more. Um, just provide more levity. And I couldn't think of a better subject than to talk about with Eddie Murphy because his movies are coming out, his movie uh, Come to America, and we're going to do a podcast about what, uh, that movie. But I want to do a precursor and just talk about the legacy of Eddie Murphy and just his movies. And I wanted to do it with my man, Dave. Um, he's, uh, he's a good friend of mine. I mean, he's my barber for like 10 years. A little bit longer, Dave. Yeah, for sure. We are. Yeah, we've been doing this for a minute. Now. Doing it for a while now, right? So, and we've never had it recorded. So <laughs> this will be kind of like a barbershop session. It is going to be a barbershop you session. Know? So the funny thing is, the is that um, I a lot of this, a lot of the, my podcasts I was thinking about with you because we always have um, this great conversations, and I see Dave every week. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I don't know why, because my head is bald. I'm lo losing my hair, but, you know. <laughs> We're in the same boat, but still got to be tight. Still got to be tight. But, you know, you and I, man, we, we, we just We talk about such a plethora. Just so many different things. And Absolutely. I just was like, you know what, man? I really wanted stuff to, like, be on wax. And yeah, you were, like, one of the people I've thought about just having that type of conversation. But more important than that, just this concept of this podcast is really... Just, I want it to be a mix of, um, which it has been, just a barbershop conversation. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you are, whether you realize that, you are an inspiration behind that, man. So shout out to you. Appreciate Applause. It's really. your first time you're on the show, so we celebrate you for being on the show. Thank you. You know? That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dave, man, tell everybody who you are, man. Yeah, my name is uh, Dave. Work out at uh, Mad Barbers. Yeah. You know, been knowing Kamar for quite some time now. Yeah, man. We have a very uh, in-depth political, uh, hip-hop culture, uh, mm -hmm. you know, 
pretty she, much everything. about business. Yeah, marriage, mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. We do it all, you know. They might they know where all the bodies at. <laughs> yeah, I talk sure. I talk to Dave <laughs> every week. In fact, you know, we are so, we vibe so much though. I don't even talk to you about like I don't even wait sometimes to the week. I just we just rap. I just we hit for you. sure we do. I'm sure hit you we up. do. Like yo, man, because yeah. we would never get done in the barbershop if yeah. we tried to yeah fit everything into that hour space. Yeah, so you know, on a weekly basis. So I, I'll hit you up and you hit me up and we just Absolutely. rap. Absolutely, you know Absolutely. what I mean. So. If I need a uh, legal <laughs> advice, legal even, direction, it's it, it's all kind of stuff. Don't even need legal, man. We just, no, I'm saying yo. f- from that all the way to the oh, spectrum yeah. is, yeah. you know, family. Yeah, we speak about you know yeah. investing. Yeah, we, we do a lot of. Yeah, Dave's actually one of my close friends because of you know just just the nature of just our you know organic relationship. But very just, true. We just because we talk about everything with one another. Very true. You know so. Um, so I appreciate you coming on, man. Absolutely. It's you my know. pleasure. Yeah. So, uh, we talked about Eddie Murphy and I remember we talked about his movies and we were in the middle one of our many conversations just on the phone mm-hmm. and I said, damn, we got to, let's, let's do a podcast. Like I, I was like, remember I said, I said, yeah, let's do a podcast. Yeah. Man. Let's not keep uh, yeah, talking yeah. about it. <laughs> I mean, and who better? Yeah. Really? For our generation. I, you know. I mean, I'm going to review, we're going to go into that uh, coming to America. And this is really what inspired that episode, this podcast. But um, first of all, what are your thoughts on that, man? What do you think coming to America? Uh, Coming to America part two. Part two. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a rough, it's rough for me because for me coming to America one is the bar. So, so there's so much expectation. Yeah. And I just don't know if they're going to be able to follow up. You know, I still remember as a kid. Watching coming to America and thinking I I, I don't know what I'm watching. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is this is greatness. This is mm-hmm. this is it, you know. Mm-hmm. And with Eddie, we had grown from what is it like 48 hours trading places. Is that how it went? It was. When yeah, did we was, meet Eddie? It was uh, 48 hours. We met Eddie in 48 hours. This guy's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And and then it was like trading places. This is really really good. Right. And then um. Beverly Hills Cop in there? Yeah, Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills Cop. Cop. Yeah. Golden Child. We'll, we'll go through all of them. Let's go through all of them. Exactly. Let's go through all of them, man. Um, because, quite frankly, he has such a vast legacy that I kind of don't want to cheat him on his movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but your thoughts is you're afraid, because he's been in like 40 movies. We're not going to go over all 40. No. but <laughs> They're not all worthy of going over. Nah. But, <laughs> you know. Um... With Eddie, though, I mean, I guess Coming to America is his best movie? For me, Coming to America is the best comedic movie, period. Top five, dead alive. Period. It's not even... It's not even... It's, it's not number five. You know, he's, yeah. he's number one. Yeah. He's number one in my household. You know, with okay. my children, who shouldn't be able to relate to that at all, mm-hmm. can sit there and laugh. Mm-hmm. My 10, 11-year-old daughter can find that funny. Yeah. That's when you know you hit something. That movie's 30 years old. It's... You know, yeah, he's 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 is it thirty years old, eighty eight. Jesus, it's over thirty. Jesus, it's over thirty. Jesus, think about that. In twenty eighteen, that was that movie was thirty years old. It's still iconic, and I can still, still remember. It still laugh. It still hits. I don't listen. I could be doing anything, washing clothes. Coming to America's on. Let me sit down and mm-hmm. what are you at? Let me. Oh, they at the barbershop scene. Let me sit down and finish this. Mm-hmm. I know it word for word. I don't think there's a movie I've seen more mm-hmm. personally mm-hmm. than Coming to America. Mm. That is that is that is a known mm-hmm. goat for me. Yeah. Um, so, all right. 
let's get into it. I agree with you, number one. Come to America is his top movie, is his most impactful movie. And we'll get into why that is. Uh, but, you know, with Eddie, he started off with in um, Saturday, Night, Not, Saturday Night Live. Very true. You know? And I think that's kind of when he really was like, he was introduced to the world. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Forced I, to be reckoned with. Forced to be reckoned with. And, you know, he was just a star, a star in the making um, at that place. But 48 Hours, I think is weird. Because when you talk about Eddie Murphy movies, I think it's a cultural thing. I, I feel like, I feel like, I don't have any you know, verifiable proof. I feel like most white people think 48 Hours is probably... Like is probably the or Beverly Hills Cop maybe might be the his best movie. Beverly Hills Cop probably had a further reach than Coming to America, because moving to Florida from New York, I've heard people say, "Oh, I didn't, I don't see that movie like that." But he was, he was in New York City. Yeah, it hit home for me. The barbershop scenes, mm-hmm. the airport, it hit home for me. Where some people is like, "Yeah, that was a good movie." That's wild to me. That I've been. That, I, I find it crazy. But I feel like more more black people identify with coming to America than let's say Beverly Hills Cop. I would say for sure. And Forty Eight Hours was good, but Forty Eight Hours is really not that funny. It's funny. Got funny parts. Yeah, he's he's. But that's what he showed. Like, cause not it, a comedy. Mm-hmm. He's he's comedic. Right. Uh, Trading Place is a com- Trading Places was a comedy. Yeah. Coming to America, it's like, I don't know how you got that many laughs in in that short amount of time. Because Nick Nolte was the um, he was the star act star placement, and then absolutely, and then they put Eddie in there as the the levity. But he still had one of the most like, he still had the iconic line: "There's a new sheriff in town." Absolutely. So that was kind of like the biggest thing coming from out of that movie. But when you watch it, it's a slow burn. It ain't it ain't like like a, a crack him up. Best or anything no, like that. Not at all. He balanced Nick because Nick is not comedic. No. Nick is dry intentionally. But it's still a good movie to watch, though. It's a great movie. And yeah. I think Nick is funny, but not in a comedian. No, 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 no. Wait. It was, it, he, play, he, was, um, he, he played it as his, the foil, you know, in that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Um, all right. So coming 48 hours. Are, are we going to do a ranking? I don't know if we should rank him. Can, uh, we, can we rank him? He's got a lot of movies. He's got a lot, too much to rank. He's got a lot. <laughs> and then, and to me, his 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 movies are in stages. Can we talk about his top ten movies? Then let's do that. Let's, let's so so you want to go through and and we'll just try out, and figure is, out is it, is it top ten? Top ten is forty eight hours top ten. Let's go through this. It's forty eight hours. Okay, right now as it stands, we'll just put it on as number ten. I mean number, you know what I mean? And then we can. Do move you want to not do an order and just put ten in a box? No, we're just gonna put ten in the box. Okay, let's put ten in the box. Yeah, like we can just say, like, what are his top ten movies? Okay, you know what I mean. Like, I don't have to like, so we can go, so we can go down, but be like, is that a is that a top ten movie? Yeah, so let's do it like that. All right, we we run up with eleven or twelve. Then, but we already know coming to America is number one. No, coming to America is number one. Period. All right, number one. That's coming to America is forty eight hours in the top ten. Right now, we just say yes. (sighs) You'll say yes for right now. All right. That's forty eight hours. I'm not even keeping. We got to. So, keep. so for you, is Beverly Hills Cop superior to Forty Eight Hours? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's what three or four of them. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and they get worse. They get progressively <laughs> they get worse. really worse. The Disney one was just like, I think you guys need to let this go. 
<laughs> I think they, I think they wanted him to do number four, and he refused. So there's three. There's three. He wanted they were the studio wanted him to do four, and he was like, no. Yeah, this is this is dead. Yeah, he was like, we've already, we've already. I don't want to do another one. Um. So. All right. So all right. So Beverly Hills. Come Beverly Hills Cop. So we got forty eight hours. Yeah. How are we raking Beverly Hills Cop as one? No. Nah. Even though there's three movies. Um. We're gonna just franchise it. Are we gonna? Because I don't know if I want to give Beverly Hills Cop two spots. No, no. So you like number two? Take me back to number two. Number two is the Gun Club one. You know he has to go to L.A. and he has to like listen. Uh, you as, know what I mean? as a New Yorker, and he has surged. That was you, one of my first looks in L.A. Quietly, I wanted to live in L.A. after after the, seeing that movie. That was that it was powerful like, for it was, me. It was iconic still. Man, look at look at them palm trees. Yeah. You know uh-huh. the 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 the, uh, the strip club scene is iconic. So all right, <laughs> so listen. You know what's funny about um, we we skipped the movie. Let me say this is, but this is this goes into <laughs> how yeah I see where you're going. This is how this goes how into how far or how great um, Eddie Murphy movies are. You know what I mean? Um, Golden Child is a terrible written movie. <laughs> but it's iconic. <laughs> terrible might be rough. It was terrible. Bro, Golden Child is a terribly written movie. It's definitely uh, uh, an, a, an, a fantasy movie. I thought it was good. It's a good movie. It was in the karate themed. It's a good movie. Karate era. It's a good movie. What if I try that? It's a good movie. But <clears throat> it's about what a child monk. With magical powers, being haunted by Satanists. The golden child. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> feed him, literal. Feed him blood and rice. You know? And he falls in and love falls with in the love, beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Falls in love with... Yeah. Falls in love with the... Uh, they don't the show that one. much. And then the way, he's, he, way he cracks the movies, he's having a fever dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Think about right. that. If they write that today, you'd be like... No, Yo, that's, that's not even a be straight like, to they, DVD. They'd be like, what kind of script are you giving me? Yeah, this ain't going to work. Yeah. <laughs> but it also speaks to how hot Eddie was. That's how hot he was. At the time. This, this, uh, you can get this off. You can get this shit off. You can get this off. That's a, that's a star. That's the guy from Saturday Night Live, now from 48 Hours, now from Trading Places. Now from that, oh, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, we didn't even get into Trading Places. Yeah, we. that's disrespectful. Yeah, okay. So, Trading Places. We went from 48 Hours, hours to Beverly Hills Cop and Golden Child. All right, so Trading Places. What, um, you, what were your thoughts on that? I'm thinking comedy now. I'm trying to think if I want to say Trading Places is my number two. Why? Talk to me about that one. Um... First of all, the idea, the concept, which is still prevalent today, that you're, 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 you're as good as your opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. You're as good as your, your upbringing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You know, that was, it was comedic, but it was social at the same time. Yeah. You know, 1983, that was a big deal. That was a big look. That was a big look. And it's still funny, though. It's still super funny. It's super funny. It's still funny. I want to say if there's no coming to America, that's his number one movie. For me, mm. I put that above Beverly Hills Cop. I, I would agree. I think, uh, yeah, I was, I was my my bad. That was disrespectful. I shouldn't even. I I forgot. Yeah, that was. Yeah, because trading places. There's so many little nuances, little 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 nooks of comedy in there. You know, Mortimer. Yeah, uh, you know, just little yeah, one yeah, worders just, like just, the joints. Is, you know what I mean? Like, you don't think I would let a, a, a nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's. Cool. 
cold line, Of bro. course we're going to get rid of him. Yeah, of course we're going to get in the bathroom. Yeah, he's doing a good job, but yeah, he's out of here. He's out of here. <laughs> we don't we don't give it up <laughs> like this. Yeah. You know. That's a good one, man. That's Yo, a good one. You know the, the What's her name? Who who goes on to be a beast? I can't. We talking actress. Um Trait True Lies. Oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Come on. Yeah. That's like the introduction or one of the introductions. Yeah. That in Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Yep, and Halloween. He broke, yeah. he broke a, a a great. She's a she's a goat. Listen, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Listen, the train scene is funny. <sighs> Even though it's a bit racist with the black face and the nineteen eighty three. It is. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to make you laugh. We're not yeah, yeah, it's skin not, was a little thicker back then. It was a little different. You yeah, know? People, yeah. That was that was good, man. That that's a good one. It's a good it's, the, it's, the, the stock scene, the the scene where um He's getting released from jail. Yeah. And he's like, you want to make a hundred dollars? That that's a good one, man. That's a good one. This listen. Iconic names. Billy Ray Valentine. Come on. You know what I'm saying? The jail um, scene. Yeah, jail scene. You know what I mean? got I got a limousine. You got the limousine. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, 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 shit. Uh, y'all don't want to start no trouble in cell four. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, that's a good one, man. Mortimer dog. You know, you Mortimer. Hear, just the name Mortimer. Just a, it's just it's a. That's, yeah, Eddie. Eddie was hot early, man. He, that was a. That's a he, cold. He one. came out smoking. That's a cold one. That's a cold one, man. Um, all right. So that's number two. Let's put that number two. I'm, I'm willing to. I'm willing to say that's number two. I'm willing to say that's number two. That's that's a. Now, now I'm gonna do something here. What's up? Best defense. I gotta be honest. I never heard of that movie a day in my life. I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> and I consider myself an Eddie Murphy. You just, go, you just googled it. Yeah, I don't know what. Best the, defense, 1984. He's Willard Hayek. Never heard of that. I've never heard of that movie. That had to bomb. That 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 definitely bombed. It only did. It, so, you know what? He got his first bomb out. That's that's fair. That's fair. He got, his, he got his first bomb out. I've never heard of it. You know, because he did. Um, it. Yep, that was his first bomb. And he did two in '84. He, he he recovered with Beverly Hills Cop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah. Come on, Axel Foley is Axel Foley. Axel Foley is iconic. Is, is, is iconic. The, the 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 Chevy Nova. That's that's a really iconic movie, man. Listen, the banana in the tailpipe. The banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> that's a good one, man. Top three. Yeah, you got to put that. So this number. So we we start off his first. So his first. So out of forty-eight hours, forty hours. So trading trading places and Beverly Hills Cop. We already got them top four. We already got four. We're at we're at three. No, but with we come to America. Yeah, that's four. That's four already. So the list is already getting short. Now it's weird that they list Raw as a movie. That, we're not doing that. Yeah, we can't do that, right? That's not fair. That's a stand-up. But it was it was in the movie theaters though. But it's not a movie. All right, we gonna we so we gonna we don't we're gonna skip that. That's, gonna skip that. To me, that's just a separate genre. That's like a Kevin Hart stand up kind of get like that's like a Kings of Comedy. Exactly, that's in a different. Even though Kings of Comedy is a movie, though, how so? Because it was in. The, I saw Kings of Comedy in the movie theaters, which but you could have saw Raw in the movie, but it's not a movie. Yeah, okay, well, all right, we'll say format. Box, all right, we'll just. I understand what you mean though, but yeah. I just want to say it was a movie. You're though. right, it is a movie. You know what I mean? Like the Raw was a movie, so oh, it's a movie. You know what have you done for me, Eddie? You want to count that? Because because that's that's definitely top. I mean, he set the stage for your Martin Lawrence or Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I don't think we should do that. Like I, that. We don't do that because yeah, that's that's we could. You know what? Here's what I'm gonna do. 
Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. We're not even gonna put that on. We're not for nah, Raw. Now. But we are saying Raw is probably. Would you say it's a top comedy special though? Raw was Raw set the precedent. Yeah, but today I don't need to go back and watch Raw. If you watch Raw, that's just tough to watch. It's tough now. It's it's really dated. You know what though? Let me ask you something. What comedy special? I know we kind of delve and we can get back to the yeah, editing thing. What comedy special like you still listen to it? That shit still hits. Regardless of how old or young it is? Yeah. It's the Kevin Hart, man. And you know, I'm not the biggest Kevin Hart fan in the world. Really? Listen, um, 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 you want to go night-night. Oh, That's, yeah. That, he was really somewhere. I want to I wanna say Kevin Hart might have. Really? And, and I am not big on him as a comedic actor, but that stand up, I don't, I don't know what I could think of that's better than that right now. Those what? first two Kevin Hart, what is it? Laugh of, laugh at my pain. And then, and then what's the second one? Uh, I don't even know. I'm not a big Kevin Hart fan like that. Me either. But those first two, I'll look it up right now. I'll look it up. I mean, I don't. I don't There's know. a lot of quotables in those first two Kevin Hart's. You know what, man? But it could be that it's just so recent. I don't want to do that. Martin Lawrence's two weren't that great. Let's let's Martin Lawrence's let's, okay. Hold on, we, this is going to be a good conversation because I want to get into that in a moment. So let me hold on. Let me look at let me look at what Kevin Hart. It's, All right, because it's it's a uh, little grown man or something like that. This is comedy special. I'm trying to figure out where it's comedy. He has a lot of shit, man. <laughs> a lot of quotables though in those first two. What is Kevin Hart's? Laugh at My Pain was in 2011. Go to the beginning. What's what's his, or, or is it not his first one or two? Was it a slow burn? And then when I start knowing about him. Uh, this is the end. No, I don't know that one. Let me explain. That's 2013. Let me explain. Yeah, I think that was like, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, so Night Night is in what? I don't know. I'm not a Kevin Hart fan. I don't know. Those are iconic. I think Laugh at My Pain is that's probably when the Night Night one. Now I'm confused. Am I am I mixing up? I don't know. Am I mixing? I know. Is so, it two I, or one? I know somebody who who I know people who are fans um, of Kevin Hart. They probably can tell you. Yeah, which one? I, I but I'm not a Kevin Kevin Hart. I feel like he has two great ones. Yeah, but the but the uh, the dad going up to the school with the sweatpants. I, I mean, I got that. I got that in. That's a top five. That's a top five. Okay, so laugh at my pain. Twenty eleven. Yeah, that's twenty eleven. Um, seriously grown funny. Grown little man. Grown little man was was two thousand nine. I think grown little man is the rapper one. Where he's making fun of the rappers. Maybe. And seriously funny is 2010. Yeah. I think Laugh at My Pain is the one with the, with the my, we're going to go night night. I think that's the one. So Laugh at My Pain has the cancer. Yeah. I got that as a top five. I think so. A top three stand up period. I would give it for impact. Yeah, I would, I would give it to that. But you know what's my, funnier? Uh, David, Dave Chappelle's Kill Him Softly. That's a different brand. That's the same joint. I don't like comparing Dave Chappelle to Kevin Hart. I'm just telling you. 
I'm just, but you you asked think, me. But think of what I'm doing. So give me some quotables off that one. I mean, we got five black. Hello, like he's talking about like the plane. The, I mean, dog, like he's talking about going to the whole. You tell cancer I'm looking for him. <laughs> nah, I, man. I'm sorry. That that's <laughs> nah, man. You know what I'm saying? He's talking about he talks about Lily Elian Gonzalez. You know, like you know, say if that's. If that was he was, good. if he was, if he was Haitian, they would have pushed his ref right back. Good luck, little fella. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, I you like Dave. Listen, listen. Say, spring some crack on him. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Davis, Davis, iconic, bro. That, that's my favorite. That's my favorite one. I love. Really, I love that kill him song. You have Dave over Chris as a com- a comedian. Oh, you know what? Um, See, for that lane, I prefer Chris. Okay. So so for me, Chris kinda Dave is kinda in Chris's shadow for me personally. It's kinda like a Kendrick J. Cole thing. Ooh. Yeah, J. Cole is Cole, but Ooh. Kendrick owns that lane. Ooh. No? That's not the popular census? That's probably a popular census, but I'm going That's with, how I see those two. That's kind of like a big J Biggie versus J thing for me. Well, that's no competition. No. Can't but, compare two albums to a goal. But I'm just saying, like I'm just saying, <laughs> like you I mean, how many specials has Dave Chappelle, oh, Dave Chappelle's had a lot of special. I don't know. And they don't all have that impact. I don't know about all over that. Over Chris? I don't know. I kind of want to say Dave is over Chris for me. I know Chris. Dave Chris, has I a know, bigger reach than Chris. I know what Chris represents. It's intelligent. I know what Chris represents. But I'm saying I would say that Dave Chappelle, for me, is over. Is over Chris Rock. It's over Chris Rock. He's funnier than Chris Rock. Yeah. <sighs> it's tough for me. I'm just, that's just where I'm at. I have Chris like a top three, top three, top four. I would say that. That's that's fair. But you're saying you got Dave. Okay, so let's start there. Who's the GOAT? Is you say prior? No, I'm not going to say that. Because you don't. You yeah, I'm not going to. My dad tried to do that, listen to this album. That's not funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. All right. I understand he's the standard yeah. in black culture. Yeah. But I'm telling my honest truth uh, Richard Pryor is not funny to me. Okay. Um, here's what it is. All right. I know what Chris Rock, um, represents. Bring the pain. That was like 1999 or some joint. Yep. I didn't even, I got I think it was 99. It was somewhere back there. It's, it's a minute ago. Yeah. Um, that was iconic. Iconic. The intellect. Yeah. You know, I don't need to fall on the floor to get a laugh. But for me, I, again, I don't know. I love. You love it, Chappelle. I love Chappelle. I love Chappelle. And I, I, I might be because of what the Chappelle show the first two years were like for me. And also, I'm going to tell you, my distinctive memory of Chappelle, and I know we've delved off the subject because we were talking about Eddie, and we'll get back, we'll to, get Eddie. back to Eddie. But um, I remember going to, the first time I ever heard of Dave Chappelle. Okay. I went to a, uh, I was on a date. And he played, it was a, just like how you have the improv. You know, got you back before you know small Dave, intimate, small intimate. So I remember Dave Chappelle. I didn't know who this guy was. This is before, like three months before, or four months before um, Half Bait came out. Okay, so he hadn't even hit yet. Right, horrible movie, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's got it's a it's a cult classic for some. It's it, a cult classic, cult, but it's yeah, it's how high. Yeah, it's it's in that realm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, he was in, he was kind of like in that little. <sighs> That little place. Mm-hmm. Took a date there, you know. And th- uh, by the way, 
after COVID, I always used to say going to a comedy club is the best place for a date. It takes the pressure off. Yeah, there's no pressure. You know what I mean? And it's better than going to a movie theater because you're just sitting there in the quiet. You can't talk. Comedy. You can you can engage. You can engage. You can and, drink. You can laugh. And you know what I mean? Like, y'all, if, even if you don't have anything in common, like, yeah. y'all can relate to how good that comedian was or how bad that comedian was. That's truth. And for me, a woman laughing is probably the easiest thing for let, let her guard down. Absolutely. So that was a cheat code. So I used to take women on dates to comedy clubs all the time. I didn't even know who the, these people were. You know what I mean? Like it'd it's be a like good icebreaker. Yeah, it was a good icebreaker. I didn't it's know. A good it was like I don't know who's playing. Wednesday night, cheap tickets. Boom, let's go to a comedy club. So you caught Chappelle with no expectation, no expectation, not knowing he goes on to be the great Chappelle, not knowing who he was. I watched that show. Wow. And I promise you, he was he killed so bad, and I mean he killed him in th- that night. I lost my hearing. Like for a quick second, my eardrums popped. And now I, I'm getting your your. Why you have him where you have him. I didn't I didn't know what he was. Dog, he was he had people literally falling out of the seat. Like So is this after he's in Nutty Professor? I forgot he was in Nutty Professor. No, wait, Nutty That's what, his what, introduction. What year did Nutty Professor come out? That's late nineties. Because he always says how Eddie Murphy told him he had the gift from the movie. Yep, yep. yep that was after Nutty Professor. But I don't I didn't Yeah, he's not a superstar. No. He's he's just a guy, a comedic guy. Eddie gave a shot. Yeah, he's he's not a household name. No, yeah, that's that's a couple years after, after Nutty Professor. So before the show, yes, after Nutty Professor, before the show, before the show, before when did Half Baked come out? Maybe like oh one, oh two. Just just off the top of my head. Let me we can look at it right now. Hold up, you know Dave Chappelle. I can, we can say what he ain't got a lot of movies. No, that's not his. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we can say when. All right, let's see. Um, then he was in another professor ninety six. When did Half Eight come out? Oh, ninety nine, two thousand. No, that Half Eight came out ninety eight. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. So okay, that makes sense. That makes sense because. That was, but it wasn't popping for nothing. Cause when did that release? That released in January '98. By that time, um, it had been in the theaters. In the, um, I hadn't even caught. You know what? I never watched Half Bake on in the movie theaters. Half Bake wasn't that movie. Yeah, so I didn't even really know about Half Bake until it got to like. You got know, you. To like, so I went back. I went back to. Watch I had Half to Bake. go back after he becomes famous. Right. So I never really. Caught half baked in the. I probably caught that shit when it was on HBO. Got you. You know what I mean? Like whatever. But by that time, again, I didn't really. I wasn't checking for Dave. Let's just put it like that. I wasn't checking for Dave Chappelle. I don't think I was either. So ninety nine, that ninety nine time when he, you know, and uh, when when did that television show, the Chappelle show? That's like two thousand three. Oh wow! So check it. Between he was an undercover brother, Blue Streak was ninety nine. I was it was it's coming back to me. After the comedy show, I started paying attention. I said, like, "Oh, that's the guy from he's in Blue Streak. He murdered that role. By he, the way. he did. He I, murdered that. He it, was, mur- it was small, but it was so funny. But Martin really was able to bounce off him. Yes, Martin was able to bounce off him. Right. So I remember that. But again, I promise you that that night. No, nah, you ain't nobody. 
It was ain't a, nobody. Yeah, it, he. You know, he see this dude? Cool. Yeah, and he tickets were probably affordable. Tickets were. I was in college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah this is gonna work. This is gonna work. It was in college. It was like he was playing on Tuesday nights or some shit like that. Wow, wow. You know, I couldn't afford a lot. So wow. think about where he was at as a comedian. He wasn't killing that. It's just something to do, right? Um, and that's kind of where where my first introduction to his comedy, and that's what you know for me. Yeah, you have a you have a moment with him. I have a moment that with I don't him. have. I have a moment with yeah, him. Yeah, you have a moment with him. I, I have that with Mike Epps. I know it, that changes a comedian for you. Yeah. When you witness it live. Yeah, you witness you be like, yo, this dude is and it, and you're not expecting it. And I've heard that story from multiple people about Chappelle. Really? I drove to Melbourne, it was a thirty dollar show, and, and and I left there holding my side. You know? Yeah. Chappelle I became a fan that night. Yeah, that's I came I, that's I became I became a I became a stan, not even, I became a fan. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like. That's powerful. So that's when I have him over Chris Rock. But I remember watching Chris Rock's I Bring the Pain on HBO, you know, and him having both myself and my parents laughing. To me, Chris Rock is a beast because of the intellect. Yeah. That's not easy to do. It's easy to fall down, mm-hmm. you know, pound your chest, roll on the ground. Chris don't do it. Chris has given you political insight. As he gotten older. Yeah. Yeah. And back then. When too, did he do it? Chris has always been a, a intellectual comedian. Yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of he he's the he, make he you say, you, you that's true. That's he'll give you a different way of looking at it. Social, you know, this sociological, psychologically thinking like, oh yeah, I never I never peeped that shit before. With the race always in the backdrop. Yeah. I never peeped it. I love you know? that about him. Yeah. I love that about him. Um, that's true. And to me, a guy like that can get a longer run than a Kevin. Mm-hmm. You've already told all those jokes, Kevin. Yeah, it's it. You don't told us all your uncles, your your this, your that. That's it's Kevin, over. That's why Kevin's jokes tonight. It's, it's like done that. now. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you went out with uh, Dwayne Wade, Fifty Grand, cool. What else you got? Just, I mean, that shit's still funny. I'm not gonna tell you it. it that's you know, one my, of those two. The, the way my bank account set up, that's still an iconic. That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. have that for Dave. He okay. has all those one-liners. Um, for me, for you, for me, I, I I can remember Dave Chappelle jokes, but I mean, but again, I'm a fan though, so I, rem- I remember. Yeah, yeah. And Chris, I mean, uh, Kevin did a great job of becoming a rock star over all those guys. I agree. And, and I don't know what it is. He transcended. He's a little, uh, you know, uh, to me, his package is a little bit better. He's packaged better. He's got a. He, listen, he's a package better than he, Chappelle. He's, he's Chappelle a, he's a had handsome, a show. Kevin's handsome guy, and and we've talked about that with Kevin. Kevin's willing to dance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin's willing to dance. Kevin is willing to do whatever it takes. Yeah, Kevin's willing to dance. Chappelle, he wasn't willing to. When I this mean, show, he walked away. He walked height. away from fifty that, million. That that's huge. Yeah, he said, "I'm not." Kevin would have taken that fifty million. But like, you you give me fifty million. <laughs> but Kevin couldn't have did that show. No, he couldn't. Have done that. But I'm telling you. But yeah, I get what you're saying. If they would have put the same, I need the bag. I'm here for the bag. Yeah, That's Kevin, what Kevin Hart is. Kevin would have been like, yeah, what you, what you want to do? I don't care about what y'all. Yeah, you heard what those Sony execs <laughs> said. He'll do anything for the bag. He'll do anything for the bag. Anything They'd, for the bag. Yeah, I mean, he's referencing the fact that that like eight, five, six years ago, maybe probably longer, um, when so, the Sony hack and it had the, the all the emails and the, and the internal uh, memos regarding superstars and. One of the things they the, the memo said was that oh Kevin Hart yeah he'll do anything for the bag no you you're being light it was something like monkey or or he'll yeah. dance it was he'll dance. there yeah. was some racial undertone yeah. or epithet yeah yeah you know yeah um I know we kind of drove it off topic <laughs> it's but all we're right. still in, we're still in comedy we're, we're still, still in comedy. we're still yeah 
with Eddie. Yeah, still, yeah. Because none of these guys exist without Eddie. None of them exist without Eddie. So this he, is just he, a family tree. What we're doing? He fathered them. Fathered all these guys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, all right. So we, we, I know we doubled up, but I just want to say, um, you're going to say Chris. I mean, you're going to say Eddie, Chris, and Kevin over Dave. Wait, you're doing order? Yeah. No. Oh no, my number one comedian is Chris. It's Martin Lawrence. Oh, because of that show. Yeah, that's my era. That's true. Nineties. Yeah, he doesn't have the most iconic stand-ups, but that show alone. That show was iconic. That's that. You I know, don't want to hear about the Jeffersons. I don't want to hear about Archie Bunker. Uh, 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 Sherman Hemsley. Um, um, Amen. What other black? It don't uh, matter. They all fall short. Martin is Martin is elite. That show. That show is probably the one of, is the, probably the, for me the best black comedy period show. You know how it was. I remember hearing a story, an anecdote that Prince regarded that show so so highly that he would, um, before recording, put that show on. Wow! For inspiration. Wow! You know, so I mean that's how high <sighs> that that show that show is on every night, several times a night, and it's still funny right now. It's still funny. Let me tell you. The show is the show how big uh Martin Lawrence was when they did Bad Boys the original one. Mm-hmm. People don't remember this. He was the headliner. That's crazy. Not Will Smith. But because they they've had to present it to Martin Lawrence. He was a bigger star at the time. That's crazy when you think about that. He got paid more than Will Smith. That's crazy. His movie game is not with his Sitcom game was though. No, it's no. not. It's I a, mean, he, it's a the drop big, off, and I and I never understood it. Big Big Mama's house was probably the best ones. He got. I li- I did like Blue Streak, but I like Blue Streak. I think. Uh, let me think. Martin Lawrence movies. So what is it? Blue Streak is the one where he's in Roman times. Uh, Night's Tale. That was rough. <laughs> that, that was. It's still. But Martin you know was just out here. He was out here getting checked. <laughs> the name is hot. It was check. It was getting a check. I think so. Blue Streak is the diamond one. There's one I'm forgetting. There's one that they show a lot. First of all, oh, the one where he's with the bees. That's not Blue Streak. National Security. Oh, National Security. That's <laughs> sub. It's not. It's <laughs> not a. It's listen. Ah, uh, I think I got. So Blue Streak is the. Uh, I'm Mexican on my father's mother's side. Yeah, dude, I'm a federale. Yeah, I'm a federale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's iconic to me. Um, that's that's his life. Best. Life is his best one. But guess where? Who's in that? And we can just compare this back to. See, here's my problem with life: the laughs are not consistent. Yeah, enough. but the movie's gotten so it's it's okay. All right, this is a great segue back to back Eddie. Back to Eddie. Um, and now we we can address, I want to address life when we get there. Okay. All right. Um, I want to address life. So, uh, yeah, let's get let's get back to Eddie because I know that's what we started this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but because um, life is an interesting movie for me. All right. So we said we're not going to include Raw. That's how we got dealt off the co- yeah, topic. Yeah, it's uh, it's not fair. All right. Uh, you said coming to America. Let's talk about coming to America for a moment. The original. The original. That movie. It was a iconic for the very reason because of for a number of reasons, but number of reasons plethora. 
we'll say it was imagery. We it, it, we it was never, so real, but we've never seen anything like black royalty. Listen, it takes me, it segues me to the Wakanda thing. Yeah. To me, they set that up. They set that up. They, they, they set that up in they, 1988. Yeah, they, they, they. Oh, what, what do you think we, no, this is how we live. Yeah. This is actually how we live. Yeah. I have assistance. Mm-hmm. I'm bathed. We're fully civilized. Yeah. Eddie Murphy was black royalty. It was. <laughs> he was, he was royalty. Yeah. You know, that's funny because when I, when I watched, not to segue, when I watched Black Panther, all I thought about was. Yeah. Coming to America. Yeah. To Munda. That's all I thought about. Yeah. That's the Munda. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, mm-hmm. y'all remix that. Yeah, Eddie put that on you know the big screen. Although Wakanda did pre um, predate Zumunda, but in the comics. But yeah, I do. I know what you mean though. But now you're just talking about that small percentage of people who knew anything about comics. Yeah, I get it. Me not being one of them. But I yeah, get it. I, get I get it. it. Um, all right. So coming to America though, it was like one of them things where it really changed. Like, like damn, like Black Roy. Like we didn't really know what that really looked like. And that's kind of shows like how disconnected we are as a culture. Yeah, we are. Because yeah, we are. When we have a fictional place, not like we don't have black royalty in our in our black lineage, but to see it on screen, but to see it on screen, it's so jarring to the point where I don't know. We you just jump from 1988 to 2018 to 2018. How What's many, in between? Where how many other movies of black royalty has been depicted? Like like African black royalty. <sighs> I can't think of we had to get on Google. Got to get on. I can't think of much. And if and if we can't think of it, it couldn't have hit like those two movies hit. They, they didn't hit those the two way. movies hit special. They didn't hit the way. Yeah. So that just shows you not only the um, wide uh, gap of just cultural iconography that we we miss as a people with our imagery. Yeah. You know, but it just shows you what it meant when you have that on the screen. It shifts things. Yeah, it does. Uh, coming to America was definitely a culture shifting moment mm-hmm. in Eddie's career and in, 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 in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's I just can't think of a movie with that many laughs. Yeah. That's um, why I don't like calling life a comedy. But you know what, though? It's funny about this. And this is why people don't. It's amazing about coming to America. And it's just why it's again, the show is called Uncultural Bias for a reason, because Generally speaking, when things are black, it's not considered the standard. Absolutely not. Right? And so it's not part of the culture, but we understand it as being the preeminent culture. Absolutely. When Coming to America came out, and I remember my parents distinctly, they took me to the theater, and I remember I was just quiet in the car. I was still young. My parents were bad parents as far as that. They just didn't didn't care about babysitters. You're like, you're going to get these F words. You know what I mean? Different times. <laughs> they didn't care about that shit. Going to the movies. Right. Um, my parents were great parents, by the way. It's just, I'm joking. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I remember sitting in the car, and I remember my, my mom was like, I looked in the paper, it didn't get re- good reviews. And my dad's like, I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, we're yeah. we going to see this guy. We're going to see this Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy. And she's like, he's like I, and I remember my dad said, they don't know how to judge a good movie anyway. These critics don't know how to judge a good movie. And that movie was a niche market. A a, a conservative, middle-aged, white critic at that time had no tools to gauge that movie. Listen, That meant nothing to them. They said it was a fantasy movie. You look at the old reviews, 
Wow, I've never. They said, yeah, they said it's a fantasy. They were like, he came out with a fantasy of him African Nate. It's ridiculous. There's no African royalty. Yeah, look they were, that. that's no. look at in 1988. There's no like, African royalty. They're like, what is this fantasy movie that he created? Wow, you know, wow. That's where people were at. That's like, how disconnected. That's how disconnected. That's how disconnected they were. Right. So they couldn't even if just off the jump, they couldn't even get into the this movie. This is silly. This is silly. This is a silly movie, right? This is fiction. Fiction. Yo, like they rated it like out of 48 critics, 6 out of 10. Wow. Wow. That's insane when you think about it, man. Yeah. It's not. That's one of the most polarizing movies I can think of. Polarizing? What do you mean polarizing? What do you mean? What do you mean what I mean? Coming to America? Polarizing? What would you call it? I would say it's iconic. What do you mean polarizing? I mean, I, when I think of polarizing, I'm talking about you, like it's it's a differing opinion on how great that movie is. I don't. I haven't met anybody who hasn't said the movie isn't great. I meant polarizing like Michael Jordan was polarizing. That's how I meant the use of the word. Michael Jordan is a bar. You can say people are better than him, but that's not why he's who he is. Okay. Am I wrong? LeBron has beaten all his stats. Mike was polarizing. To me, Coming to America is a polarizing comedy. Mm. All right. I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> Listen, maybe I'm using it. Maybe I'm. I don't know. I, but I agree. I hear what you're saying, though. I agree. That's how I. Okay. All right. But I'm, I agree with. I, but to your point, though, it's. Uh, it was a freeze moment. It's a freeze moment. Good luck one. following up this. Yeah. It was, it was, it's hard to, it's hard to beat. That's how I meant it. It's hard to beat. Um, yes, I remember that movie and the, the reviews were, t- were terrible. Wow. But psh, he did numbers. I mean, what he, he did. But he probably didn't do the bulk of his numbers then. Cause it's. No, it, it, that thing was a box off of smash. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't in tune any of that at that it time. It was a box, but that's how, but think about it. This is how critics are so stupid. They missed it a lot. They missed it because they were like, this is dumb. They rated it. They didn't give it high reviews. And then the movie ended up doing numbers and be like, what is this? What that fuck? happens, though. What the fuck is Like, how did we miss? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they just, you know. Um, it was very cultural, that movie. Yeah. Okay. So let me tell you. It's an interesting thing. Um, so Eddie does that movie. Mm-hmm. And he's got this run now. That's 1988. 1988. So he did from 1982. He did 48 hours in 1980 to come to America. He's got one, two, three, four, five movies in eight years that are like certified smashes. No, he was he was on fire. He was on fire. He goes to the studio, right? Mm-hmm. And the studio said, he says, at that point, he says, I would like to direct my own movie. Mm-hmm. Studio says, all right. You, cause they, he, he has a studio contract now. It's a studio star. You're the hot man. Yeah. Gold, um, golden to Midas touch. Yeah. We'll, do, we'll allow you to do Harlem Nights. No, we'll, we'll, no, I'm sorry. We'll allow you to do a movie. Because he, he always wanted to do a movie with his, with his icons. I've heard that story. You know, he always wanted to do a movie with... You know, um, um, uh, uh, Richard Pryor and, and, Red, and Fox. Red Fox. You know, those are the two 
favorite comedians. And how iconic is that? Right. Think about that. We'll get how to that in a second. We'll get to that move. We'll break down that movie in a moment. So he does that. <laughs> he does this movie, but they said you can do the movie, but you're going to have to sign on to do a multi two movies. We want you to, you got to sign on. He wasn't going to do Beverly Hills Cop 3 or, or Vampire in Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> you know, um, he wasn't going to do those movies. But that was his obligation. That was his obligation. They said that, um, no, I'm thinking, no, he wasn't going to do Beverly Hills Cop 3. I Yes, that's what it was. He wasn't going to do Beverly Hills Cop 3. So is Boomerang not one of those three movies you're talking about? Um, because if you look at the order, I know what. Put, uh, yeah, yeah, yes, I know what, what Boomerang. Um, no, Boomerang was not that movie. It was he was. Oh, well, it probably was. It was probably one of the three movies because it's right after. Yeah, us, but at the dates. Yeah, but he he was signed. They were like, we'll give you um, coming to America if you have to do. Oh, because he didn't want to, it was another forty eight hours. He didn't want to do like a sequel to another forty. He didn't want to do gotcha. that movie. He didn't want to do another 48 hours. I'm trying to remember what it was. He didn't want to do another 48 hours. And that makes sense. One of those was a redo, and he's like, eh. Yeah, and so that's why Harlem Nights was like made, because they were like, we'll give you Harlem Nights, but you got to do another 48 you hours. give us something. You got to give us something. Absolutely. You know, yes, so that's what it was. Um, yeah, so he had to do, and that's what, and for Boomerang, he they allowed him to, to do Boomerang, if you promise to do Beverly Hills Cop three, gotcha. So that's kind of that's how it worked. Gotcha. You know, yeah, because Boomerang was also yeah his idea, yeah his vision, yeah. So all black, yeah. And we'll talk. We'll get into that in a moment. So all right. So Harlem Nights, where does that rank? I just want to say something though. Yeah. Before we skip and and forget about coming to America, mm-hmm. we gotta give Arsenio Hall his roses. That wouldn't have been what that was without Arsenio Hall the Great. That was that was premium Arsenio Hall. Some of the some of the funniest moments in that movie are held by Arsenio Hall. The preacher. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The the club, yeah. the girl in the club. Yeah. We're not gonna do Arsenio like that. No, we're not gonna do Arsenio. Um, 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 yeah, Arsenio. I don't know that Arsenio ever had that moment again. As a yeah. what was he? He was supporting. Yeah. He was supporting. Yeah. A lot of that doesn't work mm-hmm. in that movie without Arsenio he Arsenio helped carry some of that movie. He was uh, he was just he was uh, Arsenio hit He was he, a pallbearer, man. He held he held He didn't miss. Think about that. He didn't Think miss. about some of those scenes in that movie. He didn't there was not a scene there Arsenio dropped the ball. That was some that was on some like D Wade, LeBron James, Mi- Miami. The, the, the Randy Watson. <laughs> yeah, listen. He, Turn around, ladies. Yeah. He, <laughs> Come yeah. on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. He, okay. Unpopular opinion. Did he did he carry that movie? He gave he gave Eddie a run for his money in that movie. He carried did he carry the movie though? He Because think about the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Listen. You ain't never met no the Martin Luther King. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Wow. <laughs> I was I wasn't even thinking about the barbershop. You, you know what I'm saying? The barbershop. Yeah. I don't know how old he was. I know you guys asked for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Arsenio was listen. You don't call that second fiddle. That was A and and and, and one A. This he has actually more. Fu- he had actually funnier scenes than than Eddie. When you break him down, he had 
Arsenio had, when you break them down bar for bar, note for note, he had funnier scenes. The Western Union scene? Listen. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you just go for the cool million? You don't think that's too much? (laughs) (laughs) Arsenio was, nobody ever talks about Arsenio, but... He did that. Listen, walking in get the, with the uh, with the tub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he did that, man. The the little segue. Um, uh, what is his name? Eric Lasalle. What is his name in the movie? Oh, um, the pretty boy role with the, with the Jerry curl. Yeah, uh, shit. I can't. What is his name in that movie? Um, what I tell you right now, Eric Lasalle. Uh, Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. Uh, take care of this for me. Yeah. He throws the real <laughs> shit. Arsenio yeah. ignites that. Physical comedy. That that role. Yeah. The laughing. And then, what yeah. are you laughing at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenio was a... You know who else? Yeah. Eddie had a... He surrounded himself because John Amos oh, was John. a hell of a supporting... Yeah. Who was that? Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, me and McDonald's, me and McDonald's, McDonald's got this thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was serious. Listen. <clears throat> Listen. Um, they just put together a cast that, man. Iconic. Even Eric LaSalle, who's not a comedic actor, so, he held his comedic yeah. parts. Mm-hmm. You know, his comedic roles in that. Uh, the scene when they're, they're at the Miss Black Awareness rally. Yeah, yeah. With the uh, with the passing of the the, the plate, yeah, the plate, Arsenio yeah. again, yeah. Don't be hitting on me. Yeah. I thought it was the trash. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. movie, yeah. He, if you take Arsenio out, it's not. A, it's not. That's the, it those laughs are are spread out. So he might have carried the movie. He might have carried that movie. Yeah, you know, Arsenio might have carried that movie. Eddie, of course, Eddie did. No, what he, he did in that Eddie movie. Did, Eddie did the thing. But Eddie did yeah. what he did, but yeah, Arsenio deserves a lot of that credit. Yeah. You know, and I just wanted to say that before we just skip over that. No, 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 no. Nobody real. ever gives Arsenio that credit. Yeah, that's real. You know, we go to the show. Yeah. But that got him the show. Yeah. That's that's, that's part of the groundwork. Yeah. yeah. To get an Arsenio Hall show. Mm-hmm. You know? That's where, that's why it's true. You, you, you think about it. That yeah. all comes after. Yeah. Why are you the hot man? Oh, I was the. Yeah. He could. I co-starred. Me and Eddie did that. Yeah. In 88. Yeah. That box office smash. Yeah. You know? 88. That's Nas' favorite year. 88 is just <laughs> Listen. <laughs> and what is the Australian whole show? Maybe 89? Shit. That's a good point. Let's look is, at it, that is it a direct correlation to that to that movie? Because um, I feel like there's an 89. I don't feel like there's an Australian whole show in 88. Hold up. I'm going to tell you right now. 89. Whew. Off that, I, I, off I the need buzz, a show. Off that buzz, I that, need a show. Off that strength. What y'all that talking shit. about? That's yeah. the dude that carried. Yeah, off the eighty nine. <sighs> did that for five years. That's serious. Yeah, and that's a whole nother topic. That's another topic. That's a whole that's nother. A, we another, can have a separate. That's another podcast. That's another podcast. We got to talk about that. Keen and Ivy Wayne. Yeah. We could do. We could do the whole. Yeah. Um. <sighs> all right. So Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights. Different type of comedy. Ships. Different type of comedy. I feel like different direction. Oh, again, that movie got killed. Every I, movie, that movie got killed once again. Yeah, if you can't relate to that, how can you rate that? Because they, they didn't know how to rate that comedy. It didn't even do that well in the box office. Huh. To comparatively to coming to America, to coming to America. It well, did, it made three times its budget, but it's not as funny as coming to America. We're not gonna. It's not as funny as coming to America. And think, but, Arsenio's in it. Not the same. 
he didn't he wouldn't he didn't give they didn't give him the same role. They didn't give him the same role. Will you stop shooting that little That's the scene. Don't shoot that motherfucker again. You broke my nose, man. That's it. Yeah, that's that, the only scene. He, that's the only scene he gave. That's it. He didn't give Eddie. Um, but how can I give Eddie when I got two goats with me? I got Richard Pryor. Yeah, I got, and the woman. Uh, uh, um, yeah, uh, uh, Della Reese. Della Reese was was a silent, yeah, load carrier. Yeah, in that movie. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, man. Okay, coming to America, funny, funnier movie, but. It's a lot of shit in that movie. Don't shoot my pinky toe. It is, you but know it's what I mean? more of a like, renaissance piece for me. Uh, it's so it's funny, educational. Though. It's not a renaissance. It's just funny. It's just that is a, there's people that didn't know about that era. Really? You don't think so? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm you different. think every black you're very different. <laughs> Listen, you're 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 very, you're 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 a history buff. Yeah. You don't think there's black people at that time that watched that and was like, wow, yeah. there was a Harlem Renaissance era. There was a, you know uh, what I mean? There I mean, was, a, I don't know. I don't, maybe. I don't, some, maybe. Everybody didn't have two parents, man. I, I don't know. Come on. I, yeah. <laughs> I think they tried to show, they weren't trying to really show anything. They were trying to be funny and coming to America. They were trying to be funny in Harlem Nights. But the, those laughs are. But it was not, more, it was more action. They tried to do more little. It's a different, yeah, it's. It was it, the beat by beat. It was an action movie because I mean, it's, I mean it was fun, it was comedy action. I would say is Richard Pryor funny in that movie? No, think about that. He's not. Who who who? My dad will say is the goat. He wasn't funny. He but they didn't make him to be funny. He wasn't written to be funny. You're a comedian, but they didn't write him to be funny. And at that time, Richard was yeah. He's on. It's over. It's, it's over. Like it's just, he's like a failing hell. You can tell that's you, Eddie paying homage. Yeah, that's like Eddie. Like you can tell even some of the scenes. Where like you know, Red Fox was funny. Yeah, but Red Fox wasn't. Red Fox didn't have all that history, like you know. Yeah, you're right. Prior, was, Richard had been through some things. Been through some things, man. He had, he had some demons. You could tell Richard, that sure. that was on the other end of that. Yeah, you know, this kid wants me to do a movie with him. Yeah, I'm gonna do the movie. Yeah. Um. So, but Red Fox was was uh was he probably carried a lot of those scenes. Carried a lot of those scenes with those glasses. Yeah. With the with with the banter between him and his wife, yeah, that was serious, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Leela Rashan, well, oh, she was that was that was listen, sunshine, sunshine. I'm not coming home. Uh, that's a com- <laughs> that's, that's classic. See, that's classic. Hey, put your mother on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never coming. I'm not home. coming home. You know what? I'm watching that lady heroin. Literally <laughs> watching that. This is probably this is, again too grown for me. I was like. What is that like for something to be so good? Oh, listen. <laughs> Who knew that that was a, you know, not that I've been there, yeah. but I see what they were hitting at. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, like, my, that life is over. <laughs> listen, I just want to know, like, what is it to where you you would be like, I just, I've had this. Where and let's not. And I'm, let's, never, I'm never coming home. Like, you can literally sit there and be like, I'm never going home. And think about the taboo. He was a white man. White man. He's like, I'm never coming home. I'm, I'm. I'm with Lady Heroin. Yeah, whatever she want to do, I'm about it. I'm with that shit. <laughs> that was really powerful. Yeah, that was really powerful. Yeah, um, it was an iconic, iconic movie, man. It uh, is, but it wasn't that. You're right, beat for beat, bar for bar. No, 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 nothing. Is, but where do we put it in the top ten, though? I think it is. Okay, it's iconic. All right, so we got we were we like five, six movies. That has to be in there. Yeah, Harlem Nights. Yeah, let's let's look at this. Let's stay on beat here. All right, Harlem, Harlem Nights. That's we got now we're at one, two, three, four, five. We're already at five. 
Boomerang yeah. is a is a shoe in. All right, hold up. We, we go. Let's not let's not move through move through it. All right. So another forty eight hours. We're not even putting that in there. See, you're breaking up those 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 franchises. Okay, I got you. All right. Forty eight hours is in it. All right, because of forty. Yeah, because he's got a lot of movies. Yeah. All right. So forty eight hours apart. We're doing forty eight. All right. So you skipped uh, to Boomerang. Boomerang. Come on. Yo. Who didn't want to be that guy? I wanted to be that I guy. I wanted to be that guy at I said this on a prior 12, 13 podcast. years old. I, that's what I said. That's the life I want to live. I looked at I looked at him, Marcus, I was like, yo, that's who I need to be like. That's who I need to be like. I saw that. The, that, that was that role. I, I never seen Eddie the, the, the black executive listen, Playboy. It was different. In the, in the, in the, was that 90? It was 90. Something like that? Yeah, Come 90s. on. We didn't have that imagery. We didn't have that. We didn't have Again, that imagery. Eddie giving you iconic imagery. And and then what about the goats he busts? Chris Rock's in that. Eddie, yeah. But listen, let me tell you something. The, the sidebar about that movie. Again, um, Eddie, if you notice, there are no white actors in that entire movie. Oof. And so, did he do that? Yes, he did that. And so he did that purposely. And here's why. So there was a review about that movie. And they said this is a fictional world again. Wow. So they, because they said, wow. They were like, what, what America of, doesn't have. Yeah, white people. And then Eddie's thing was like, well, we work, we live in that world all the time. Where in corporate America, exactly. nobody that looks like us. So why can't we why, you know reverse what I mean? it? So not even in Hollywood can we reverse it. So that's, that's the thing. He did that purposely to shift the. Absolutely. You know, because it was like, how, if that's weird to you to say that, oh, there's no white people in wow. that, in that wor- world. The audacity. So. Think about how we live where there's day to no day. there's nobody that looks like us. Day to day. We gotta you know? go to the movies. You, gotta go, you know what I mean? We gotta, gotta go to the movies. Gotta go to the movies to see. So he that, that was a again, that's why to me, I'm gonna put that number two, boomerang, under trading over trading places. You're not doing comedy, you're doing movies. Comedy's the same thing. It's still funny. It doesn't have the amount of laughs as trading places. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh. Absolutely I not. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, whatever. I'm just number two for me. I get I get where it's you're going two. with it being number two. It's number two. But Boomer. if we're talking about laugh for la- like if we're doing a laugh count. It's number two for me. Boomerang was 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 it was it was it was like a uh, comedic drama, I wanna I, it might have been. Listen, that was peak Robin. Given peak Holly Peak Berry. Robin Givens. Peak Robin Givens. Peak Ro- yeah. Robin Givens is no comedian, though. No. No, but I mean, it's just... The, the imagery. Yeah. I get it. Love should have brought your yeah, ass home, home last, last night. night. <laughs> that, these, this woman went on and made a song about that. <laughs> this woman has this yeah. song as part of her catalog. I get it. Yeah. Man, sidebar, how did how did they play Halle Bell down like that? I don't know. Not to even segue, but... How did they make Robin appear to be the A side? You know to what? It, you know what it was because I read about this. They said that um, it was what they wanted to do with Holly and Robin Givens was Holly was they played her down to like she you said she dressed she was home she didn't dress, oh of course she was homey she didn't dress like I'm not the sexy I didn't dress, and then she said with Robin it was because they said Holly had a natural beauty Robin was beautiful. But they they played up on her seductiveness. Yeah, like, and the swagger was crazy. Yeah, like they, it was exactly what the they said. The swagger they, they, was crazy. They said they they wanted to depict a woman 
who is control over sexuality and control over competence. That's who she and was. that's what made her more appealing than Holly's character because Holly's character shrunk around. What I'm saying is why weren't the roles reversed actress-wise? Um, I just think Robin got that shit off. I feel like I can't imagine Holly doing that. I'm only saying that because of what Holly goes on to do I know. versus what Robin goes on it. to not do. I get it, but I'm saying Holly got that shit off, though. She did. I mean, Holly, uh, Robin, listen, Robin got that shit off. Robin, Robin murdered that. Yeah. And it showed Holly has range. I don't have to just be the pretty girl. I ain't got... Well, she was a pretty girl, but I, she was also the down-to-earth girl. She was the pretty girl? She was the, Definitely. What? I wanted, I wanted... Not that she's not pretty. I'm talking about the role. The role was you're the better choice. No, she was the pretty girl. She was clearly... She was the girl who was pretty, but she didn't have the sex appeal. That's what it was. She, was, she lacked sex appeal. She was very pretty. She was pretty because we know who that is. No, no. I mean, even then, she was pretty. But in the movie, the stage was in a room, Robin swallows her. Because she had sex appeal. Because of the swagger. Yeah, it's sex appeal. I'm she, a boss. You're not a boss. You work with the kids. Yeah, but women, there are certain women who just have innate sex appeal. It's like it, it, their looks are probably like at a, and I hate rating women's looks. I don't want to do that. But I mean, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. The, it's the same for men. Yeah, same thing. It's like, the same for same men. for men. Like, you know. He might not be the most handsome, but his but but the appeal takes his, him over the appeal, top. Absolutely, shit, the shit he got rocking. Absolutely, makes him absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, okay, yeah. All right, so I got boomerang number two. All right, okay. Um, distinguished gentleman, quiet, quiet. It's a quiet movie. Might be even a dud. No, I'm talking about quiet, quiet like funny. I like distinguished gentleman. That shit. Yeah, mm. I like distinguished gentleman. That's borderline dud for me. It was a dud in the movie theaters. I, I can see why. But it was funny. It was cool. And it was actually, it was, it was a fun, first time I saw like a Washington, like they did make politics funny. Yeah. But that's different from me. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have a, you have a, yeah, a I, bone for politics. Yeah. So it was like, I, but I liked, I liked I wasn't, cr- I wasn't crazy on that movie. But you know what's so wild? I said, Back then, this is how much Eddie had an indelible effect on me. I said, man, if I ran for office, I want to do it just like that. Wow. I want to be just like how this guy is. No, Eddie was very thought-provoking yeah. behind the comedy. Yeah, like, I want to be like the way he's he's confident, he's cool, he's funny, he, you know what I mean? He's got everybody working. But he, the thing, he was a con artist, but that's the thing. The beat is like you have to be, a, in order, they show politics is nothing but one big con. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's why it was so... I mean, that's the general perception. That's the general perception. So that's he, the general perception. He brought that, like, I'm a con artist going to Washington, but I f- I'm in a... While in the regular world, I stick out. In this world, it's, I don't really stand out because I'm just... Everybody's a con artist. Because everybody's a con artist. Yeah. Um, again, watch that movie again, man. Top 10? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. It might be out, just outside. We'll, just, we'll see. But I, I do like, I'm going to put it in my top 10. Where are we at right now? How right. many? We're at, uh, hold up. Hold on. Boomerang. Let's see. Yeah, we're at one, two, three, four, five, six. We're at six. It's getting a little close. It's getting tight. It's getting tight. I'll, I'll leave it. I'm going to do that uh, honorable mention at this point. Okay. I might put that in there. I don't know. And we see what happens towards the end. Yeah. Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> For me, it's a great movie. You like Vampire in Brooklyn? I get, I get tried. It was, it was cool. It was a cool fantasy. No, that's definitely not in the top ten. So how come other people could do vampire movies and it's cool and and, and they're great? Shit was, I mean, it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's but it ain't top ten. 
That's actually where his they he got lambast based on that. They said that movie they were like, oh, his career's in the trash. I don't like that assessment of that movie. I'm just telling you. No, I get what you're saying, but I think it's a cool watch. I think cool watch. It's comedic. Listen, you know, Kadeem Harrison is funny. Kadeem Harrison was funny in that movie. Yeah. And they and they and they tried to make it a re, a realistic vampire. Yeah, but guess what? Shit bombed in the theater. I get that. Again, it was like it just some of the best movies bombed in the theater though. I get it, but I'm just saying they just it was Yeah, like, it didn't Listen, it was a joke. It, he yeah. was clowned on for the movie. He was clowned. It, I mean, I think the wig hurt like the bat, you know what I mean? I just think but, but, like But I'm a vampire. Yeah, but I just think I'm like not the, a regular. Yeah, but I just think it just looked it didn't work. And especially cuz it didn't make him he didn't look cool. He did not look cool. He didn't movie. look cool. He looked like a vampire. That's been alive for a thousand years. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but they make vampires look cool all the time. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Maybe it's just it's just. I mean, I, I have the a movie, soft spot. I, the movie's I think, actually it's actually I think it's, it's a pretty, decent movie. It's it's okay. I think it's a decent movie. It's okay. Um, I definitely have it over Distinguished Gentlemen. Nah, hell no. Okay, okay. We can agree to disagree. Yeah, we can. <laughs> all right. Uh, Nutty Professor. I know what your opinions on Nutty Professor. It's a good movie. It's a good movie because now you're bringing kids in. I understand, but you weren't. A, you weren't. That's when, for me, I am now just looking at reach. You thought it was reaching in that movie. I'm just looking for reach now. Yeah, I don't. That's your right. That's your. Are we there yet? That's mm-hmm. his. Are we there yet? Yeah. Uh, that's one of the. Bag. How can I pull everybody in? I remember watching Nutty Professor, and I was like, "It's cool. It's cool." I was like, "I didn't." I remember, but a hit, right? Box office? It was a hit. It was yeah. a hit. Yeah. I remember going and watch that with my friends in um in high school. Yeah, it wasn't Yeah. But I remember I just remember it was good it was a good movie, but I don't I've never had wanted to rewatch Nutty Professor. Nah, I don't I don't I smooth turn past that when that's on. I go home <laughs> Friday night, that's on. Yeah, I don't y'all showing that? Okay. Yeah, I don't really feel the need. That's cool. You know. But um, I think for what it did, it has to be a top ten movie. It has to be top ten. It's it's, it's one for of those it for what it did because it got it brought him back. It brought him back. You know. So all right. So now we're at um, over it's over Harlem Nights. Yeah. All right. We'll do it. It's over Harlem Nights. It's over Harlem Nights because of the reach. Because of the reach. Culturally, it's not. Yeah. No. Culturally, it's it's not even close. Yeah. But but I would say that soundtrack was fire though. The soundtrack was serious. It's still like <laughs> that's a serious. That's like Adina Howard, right? That's it's, who's on that sound. Let's go. Let's go back. Everybody on that soundtrack. That's when a soundtrack was still a thing. Soundtrack isn't a thing anymore. Yeah, hold up. Who's on that? Touch me, tease me. I remember that song. Oof. Case yeah. and Foxy Brown Premium. That was a premium. Listen. Um Ain't no with with Jay Z, wow. yeah, Foxy Brown. And I was like that. I felt like that was on there. Look at Foxy, you know. Um, I like Montel Jordan, Slick Rick. You wow. know, last night, Az. You know what I mean? So Sheesh. it was. It was some. What else? Um, I think those are like the main. Stand-up. Those are the main. The but main. just the the, the two, the the ain't yeah. no and the- yeah. Touch, touch, touch me, tease me. me. I can see the visuals of those scenes in the touch me, tease me video now. Yeah, thinking back on mm-hmm. case. Yeah, that's why the first time I heard a case, I didn't even know who case was. I think that's all of our first times. Yeah, at that time, mm-hmm. that's when Foxy is a bona fide superstar. Yeah, 
She yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, Foxy Brown. That Il Nana album. Foxy, I had a real thing for Foxy. I think a lot of people did. Yeah, I had a real, like a real. Yeah. I didn't have it for Little Kim. Even though Little Kim was the sexier one, it was something about the tomboy voice, but the soft imagery. Foxy Brown. Yeah. I really had like a. Yeah. I need to run into her. In my <laughs> fantasy <laughs> mind. <laughs> I think I can make this work. <laughs> There's going to be a. I got to be a podcast about <coughs> top women um, albums. Uh, like top. Album from a from an artist, and that's something that's not spoken about. Yeah, I want to do a podcast on that because that from Queen all the way up. Yeah, from 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 yeah. Mona Lisa. Ooh, from, not Mona Lisa. What's her name? From Mona Moni Love. Ooh, yeah, she was another one. Listen, shit, Bahamadia, <laughs> Bahamadia, Bahamadia. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah. Listen, that's a good one. That's a good podcast. That's a good podcast. A, I, hold me to that. I'm gonna actually do that's a, a good podcast one. on women. And the evolve yeah. and the, the the woman's role. Remember, uh, ah, what's her name? Heather B. There's a lot. There's oh, a lot. B. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. MC Light. MC There's Light. A lot. Light is a rock, boy. I mean, Queen Latifah was definitely a pivot. Yeah. In the female. But listen, Il Nana. That I album, loved it. I have. I remember buying that album. But you know what's crazy? Yeah. Today, when I'm go back, I can only go back to hardcore. Because mm. those are gym albums for me. Mm. I can't listen to Ilana right now. Shit, those got, beats are horrible. Gotta get me home tonight. What you talking about? Okay, that's one. Ooh, that's babe. that's yeah. That's that's crazy. That's yeah. What about I'll be? I'll be with Jay. You don't like that song? That's not on Volume One. Nah, that's on um Ilana. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that was that was that, that was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Foxy was Foxy. Foxy had a moment. Foxy to me was 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 barking on goat. She yeah, just she, didn't hold it. She, could, she couldn't hold she it. She couldn't hold it. She couldn't hold it. And I think she was seriously arrogant. Yeah. Seriously arrogant at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, understandably young. Held her own on the uh, the LL track. How old is Foxy? She's got to be right there with us. Foxy forty two. So yo. So she's forty two. Yeah, she dropped Il Nana like in high school age. Nineteen. She dropped it like eighteen. She was eighteen. Cause she. So think about that. So she dropped. Um, she was on uh, Jay Z's joint. The year apart, like she was like a seventeen, sixteen year old. Think about it. When we hear about her on Who Shot You with LL Cool J, she's like fifteen, sixteen years old. Jeez, that's crazy. Think about that lineup. But you know that's why they say Jay. We don't have to get, get into that, but they say like Jay was, yeah, you know, you know what it is though. I hate that. You know what it is though. New York's different. Not I don't I don't. What I'm saying is, what they in New York, and I'm not I'm not co-signing none of that. By the way, okay, I'm not co-signing it. What I'm saying is that that New York life, man, it'd be it's hard to explain, man. Like 15 year olds are like 19 year olds in. Absolutely, and I'm not. Absolutely. Co- I'm not co-signing. With- no, it's just a fact. Yeah, you're not. Fifteen, sixteen is an adult in New York. Mm-hmm. That person can go out of state on their own. That person can can make some things happen. They're different. I look. look I look at how I tell my my wife all the time. Five years old, me five year old in New York. Mm-hmm. Probably what my daughter would be at nine or ten. That's a fact. 
I was different. That's a fact. You it's, know, it's the gift and the curse of being raised. It's just too much in New York. It's too much. You got to get it fast. Yeah. Um, so I just think that's kind of what that was about. Because her know? demeanor was that of an adult. It was, that, it was like a twenty-something-year-old. Because she's surrounded by adults at the time. Yeah. LL Prodigy yeah. Keith Murray are all on that. Those are heavyweights Nas. at the time. Nas. And I'm holding my own. Az. Az. But it also makes you wonder how much of that did she write? It just it just yeah. really makes you wonder how much of that did she write? She still got it off though. She got it off. She yeah. got it off. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know we got we they off, but yeah, I'm just thinking that's a whole podcast. We that's a get. whole podcast. But yeah, I just think about it. Yeah, it, it, it just shows you women in hip hop. Women in hip hop. Um, all right. So we were at we were doing soundtrack. Nutty, oh, Prof- Nutty professor. Nutty professor. That's we got. We put that in there. So we're at seven. Now this is when it gets a little sketchy. This is when he he can miss me with a lot of this. This okay. is when it's like, yeah. All right, so Metro, Metro, nah. We don't need to talk about that. Trash? I don't think it's trash. I, I never watched that movie more than once. I, I can't remember the plot barely. He's a cop in some. I know in the train, the train station. I don't think it's terrible. I don't remember the movie. I, I kind of remember, remember it. I remember the beat. I don't remember the. I don't remember this movie. We can nah. Don't, we don't even have to go into that. Yeah, Mulan. I mean, he's a dragon, but. No. It's not really an Eddie movie. Nah. Dr. Doolittle. Eh. Dr. I mean, that's kind of... Another getting, another reach. Good reach. Get, got, got back, he got the bag. Got the bag. You Is know? it a great movie? I'd say no. Um, You know what he said, though, about these this, this run? He said, I was doing movies because I wanted my kids to go see my, see my movies. My kids weren't... That's it, a great rebuttal. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're asking, like, why'd you get away from doing, like, hard comedy? He was like... My kids are not going to, I wanted them to see me in the movies. They, they weren't going to see my films. And we got to think the man was evolving, right? He's not the 20 something year old guy on the Sunset Strip. At that time. Partying yeah. and running crazy anymore. I'm a family, I'm in, fa- he, I'm said, he said, I'm a family man. I'm a I'm family a, man. Y'all I'm want not, me to be? Yeah, I'm not. That's fair. Yeah, I've been, at that point, he had been in Hollywood for like 20 something years. I did all that other stuff already. I'm tired. I don't want to do all that. What does Hope say? Yeah. Niggas want my old ish. <laughs> buy my <laughs> old, old album. album. That's, yeah. I, I respect that now. Yeah. That's that same sentiment. Yeah. Um, all right. So. Oh, holy we, man. Holy man. Nope. Yeah, you can miss me with that one. Now, life. Then he hit, then he hit, he hit it again. Life's got to be top 10. It's, it's probably top five. If you want to chrono, if you want to be yeah. chronological. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be afraid to put it there. But you had a lot of help. But what I would say about life. I remember, I'll be honest. I remember watching it because you remember they promoted it. It was heavy. It was heavy. It was you, heavy. You were like, "Oh, this is gonna be a." You thought I went in there. I didn't appreciate life back in 1999. The movie is sad. It's a sad movie. The movie is sad. It's like I didn't expect it to be so real. Yeah. So such a drama. And I think that's why I didn't do well in the box office. No, because you you said you're putting Martin and Eddie and Eddie together. Yeah. Your side's gonna bust out. You know, we and it got, didn't happen. You know, you and got Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac, the late great. Yeah, rest in peace. And Joe Torrey, Joe to- or Guy, which one is that? Guy, Guy Torrey. I, I hate be, that I do that. It might be. It might be. Um, it's the younger Torrey. Oh, I can tell you, <laughs> Guy Torrey. Guy Torrey. Um, yeah, I don't. That's it's weird. It's just a good story. It's a great story. But it's sad. It's sad though. These it guys really, did life. Yeah. Behind some behind some Jim Crow stuff. It the, the movies. <laughs> let me tell you, like watching the movie, 
Um, it got better for me over the years. Every time I watched it, it got better and better and better. But that's not good. No, what I'm saying is that's how how well that movie's written. It is well written, but we wanted to see a comedy. I know that's what they promoted it wrong. They promoted it wrong. It should have just been a drama, like even a comedic drama. Even looking at like the the poster, it's kind of like looks goofy. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. And, like and the movie's not goofy. There's movie's, a few goofy scenes, but it's, that's it. That's it. It's not. It's a. It's just depressing. How many funny scenes are in that movie? There's not a lot of funny scenes. There's four or five. Yeah. Stand out. You just add the pappy. You know what I mean? As the pappy. Yeah. That's my baby. Yeah. You know, and so like. I ain't, ain't nobody eat my cornbread. I'm from New York City. City. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ray's Boom Boom Room. Ray's Boom Boom Room. But that's not, that's a story more than it's really. It's not a, it's not a comedy. It's not a gut buster. But it's still, for me. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It might be one of his best written movies. It is. Yeah. If you're talking about written. Yeah. 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 But but with the bar is always comedy with him. Yeah. And it wasn't that comedic. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. Um all right, so that's top that's top ten. That life soundtrack was dope. That was dope. Casey and Jojo. Jojo brought Woo! that one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look at that soundtrack real quick. Um let's see. Casey. Fortune oh shit. I forgot Fortune was Axwell? on that. Well? Wait, wait, wait. Fortunate? Fortune was on that soundtrack. Wow. Wow. Arguably one of the best R&B songs of our era. It could have been. Yeah. Arguably. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's got, heavy, it's, it's got Life. Life. Fortunate. Wow, Fortunate. Actually. Um, I remember a lot of these songs, actually. I just remember. Oh, what would you do? Oh, what would you do? City High. City High. What would you do? What, you doing about? what was her name again? I hate to be that guy. I don't. I don't remember. You don't remember the girl? I remember the girl. I don't remember her name. Oh, but she had a moment. Yes. She had a 5-5 five five with brown eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Claude, she, Claudette. Claudette. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of those moments for me. Yeah. <laughs> that girl is a beast. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't know what happened with them. They were in some Whoopi Goldberg movie. Um, Sister Act? No, nah, I'm just saying, I think, like, yeah, I think uh, just... Band shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad contracts. Yeah, music. I know she was dating one of them. Yeah, we dating one of them. I don't think. I just. That's not good. Yeah, the business wasn't right. Business wasn't right. Um, Yeah, man. So, all right. Life, definitely top number seven. Life is a top five. So, we got three spots. We go to Bowfinger. Nah. I can't remember that movie. I remember it, but it's not. They don't need to be. Nerdy Professor 2, get that out of here. Yeah. Shrek, Um, that's not really an Eddie Murphy movie. It's not Eddie Murphy, but do we? No, that's not a top ten for me. All right, um, for his pocket, it probably was. All right, now listen. All right, we'll keep going. Um, Skip Doctor Little Two. Doctor Doolittle Two. Showtime. Showtime was rough. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. Rough. I Spy. Rough. It was actually pretty funny though. I Spy. Yeah, I don't really remember it. Okay, all right. It's but not, it's in that fog where, you, where the bar is low. It's like, ah, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna skip it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Daddy Daycare. Yeah. That's a, ah, eh, lukewarm. A, yeah, Haunted Mansion. Uh, Shrek 2. Okay. Get then, we bag. Get, then we get to Dream Curls. Good movie. That's number eight. But but again, comedic. Yeah. You know, these, are, these are really not comedies anymore. Yeah. We really went away from the. Yeah. 
know, for me. So Dream Girls. My wife loves Dream Girls. She, my wife got my kids liking Dream Girls. It's a good movie. Yeah, I love Dream Girls. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's not a comedy. Yeah. Um, again with the strike. Oh no 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 Norbit. You know what? I don't have a problem with Norbit. Norbit's a quiet. It's just not to his bar. No, but Norbit's a good movie. When you watch it again, that shit's funny as hell. Norbit is pretty funny. Norbert's Norbert pretty, is pretty funny. I was afraid to say it, but Norbert is actually a funny-ass movie to me. But anybody I've ever said it to, I've got a lot of feedback. i got a lot of blowback. I think Norbert was a good movie. Norbert's actually funny to me. But I don't hold it next to Coming to America. No. It's just a funny movie for the time. Okay, hold up. Let's, let's, let's hold on that, right? Now we're getting into, let's run through them now. Shrek the Third. Yeah. Meet Dave. Sheesh. Imagine that. Shrek forever Let's after. Let's try to Shrek again. <laughs> Let's get this bag. <laughs> Let's try. Tower Heist. Tower Heist. I don't think that's a horrible movie. It's not a top 10 movie. It's not a horrible movie. I don't think that's a horrible movie. Like, people make it. It's But it ain't... It, uh, I, th- I thought it was okay. It's better than some of the Martin Lawrence movies. It's better than that Kings and Knights movie of... Night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just hit your head? Uh, you just wasted my two hours yeah, with a dream? Yeah, it's funny. All right. <laughs> Dolomite is my name. We ain't, we ain't talking about Mr. Church, because that shit's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A thousand Words. I remember watching it in the theater. It wasn't that great. It got rough in the end. It got rough. It's filthy rich. Yeah. Legend, sealed, stamped. So, just out here he doing goes, stuff. Yeah, he just out, Mr. Church, it's, they were like, it, it, seemed like, it, seemed, it seemed like Eddie, they gave him that role. And they were like, you want to do this? Like, all right. What's this? I ain't got nothing else going on. I got nothing else going on. I'm not busy. <laughs> no, I can, I can. The phone's not ringing, uh, you know. I, I'll pad my account. Yeah. You going to give me. You got a couple more million for me? You got a couple more million? I'll, I'll go ahead and do that. I'll do that. Yeah. And then we come to Coming to America, America 2. Yeah. So Dolomite, my name, came out two years ago and then now coming to. This movie scares me. <laughs> it, I, this movie scares, scares me. It scares a lot of people. This movie scares me. Yeah. Because there are some people. You know, I've met black people that told me they never saw Coming to America. I know. As a barber? I, I know a couple people. They're young. Oh, I never saw that. I know people our age who haven't seen that shit. That's hard to believe. No, I, I, I know that. I'm not going to say any names. So they're not into the culture at all. Uh, yeah, but they just. How did you miss Coming to America and you're over 35 years old? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. That's rough for me. I don't know. Uh, First of all, they show it on TV. 40, 50 I, even, times a year. Even if you've never seen it, it you should have seen it in the last 20 years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That might be on this Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. going to be part of the rollout to Coming to America too. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't you, get that. But you say you've seen you've, people in the barbershop, they come to I've you. cut young people. Oh, I've heard my mom talk about that. Jesus. Yeah, that's rough for me. <laughs> you never saw that? No. I, you know, they, they know life. But here's the thing. If they saw Coming to America now... I, I feel calm. They would laugh. My 11, my daughter was like seven, eight when she started engaging in it. And she laughs. Yeah. Yeah. She's born 2008. Yeah. She laughs at coming to America. And it, and it, and it, assur- it assures me that it's what I think it is. Yeah. yeah. You find that funny? Yeah. Yeah. She uh, finds the Martin show funny and she finds that funny. All right. Is there... I know this is not really what the podcast is about. Martin or Coming to America. I mean, uh, yeah, Martin Show. Coming to, it's two different things, but what's the funnier 
thing. It's that's different. not fair, it's first not fair. of all, because you're doing two hours versus how many hours mm-hmm. of content? Yeah, versus, yeah, it's true. 30, it's true. 40 hours of content? That's true. So there's more f- laughter with Martin. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. 30-minute episodes. Yeah, yeah, scratch Four that. or five not, episodes. It it's not fair. But I get what you were going to try to do. Yeah. It's both their peaks. Yeah. It's both their peaks. Yeah. You know? And that's kind of rough to say that Eddie peaked in 88. Is that fair? All right. Hold up now. I remember I took, I, I took Distinguished Gentleman off the list because I wanted to see where we ended up. All right. So we have. Yeah, it got rough. Hold up, hold up. So we had, um, where are we at now? Let's see. Come to America, Boomerang, Dream Girls, Trading Places, Life, Beverly Hills Cop, Nutty Professor, Harlem Nights, 48 Hours. You didn't want to put any of the Shrek movies in there. Cause what f- number are you up to? How many one, movies? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm going to put Distinguished Gentleman Where'd you in stop there. at for nine? What's the last one you added? Oh, shit. I didn't even include Dolomite is my name. He got some. It was a good movie. It was, it was. It was cool. It was cool. It was cool. People. It was a good movie. It's a good movie. I still will put. I like. I mean, I'm gonna get sh- land based on it. People love Dolomite. It's my name. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I would rather. I like the single gentleman. You know why else? Not to change the subject real quick. Why him doing Dolomite was cool? I've actually went back and watched Rudy Ray Moore. Oh uh, yeah. He's a beast. Yeah. He's a beast. Not that he's funnier than Eddie. That's him. Yeah. He that's who he was. Like that was his role, that Dolomite thing. He's funny. He's boy, he's a he's a belligerent. Yeah. You know, it's that, it's that. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie didn't do that. Eddie didn't hit that for me. He didn't hit it like, yeah. Way I, you know down in the, the dungle deep. deep. Yeah, that's that's I a different I didn't think Eddie hit it like that. No. Well. I thought You're I, not from that world. I, he is from that world. Rudy Ray got him by like what twenty years? Oh, I'm talking. Okay, but he you were an adult at those times. No, but he remember he remembers that move. He remembers that mo- that. But Rudy is that. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and put. I don't care. I know I'm gonna get, get killed. People are probably gonna put Dolomite as top ten. I'm gonna put a uh, distinguished gentleman because politics and comedy. That's my thing. So I'll take the hit on that. I don't care. You gonna put Dolomite in there? I, so so so. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Go down your ten. Go down. Go, run it off again. Coming to America. Uh huh. Boomerang. Dream Girls. Trading Places. Life. Beverly Hills Cop. Nutty Professor. Harlem Nights. Forty Eight Hours. And now Dolomite. Or or for me, distinguished gentleman. I feel like Shrek did. Shrek is probably... Yeah, I feel like it has to be Shrek. But you know why I don't give it to Shrek? Because he wasn't the lead, and I just... That's the thing. It's not his movie. It's not his movie. He just... You know what? If we're going to look at it like his movie... I just... You know, it it wasn't his movie. He was a main character in the movie, but he didn't carry the movie. I think I like Norbert over this thing. I'll be dead honest with you. All right. That's fair. Yeah, I think I would have to go with Norbert. All right. That's fair. Over Distinguished Gentleman. All right. There's, there's laughs there. There's laughs there. There's, there's laughs there. I like Norbert. I like Norbert. He's silly. Yeah. I like Norbert. Like um, you said, the political thing. That's kind of where. It's personal. It's, yeah. it, it, hits a, it hits a funny bone for you. Yeah. But what are the expectations of coming to America too? 
I don't even like thinking about this. <laughs> I don't like the amount of people you have in this movie. It's a reach. It was, I don't like was. the amount of comedians. I'm getting, I'm getting anxiety. It's like you're trying to already cover. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to enjoy the movie because I'll have so much anxiety watching it. Like you know what I mean? Like I'll just be watch. I'm watching it differently. I'm going to go on a record and say it's not going to be anything to do with coming to America one. It's not going to be. It's, it's not, not going to be in the world. It's not going to hit in the realm. It's not going to be. It's not going to hit. No way. Levels of comedy. We we talked about Eddie's career. Is it that Harlem Nights funny, or is it going to be life funny? <laughs> Harlem Nights had some funny scenes. I'm going to say life is probably going to end up being a better movie than Coming to America too. That's not fair. Better movie. I'm talking about laughs. Got what you're saying. Michael Blackston. I don't like this cast. All right. I don't like when you try and grab everybody. I think you had to grab everybody because, like, what well, you didn't grab everybody the first time. I'm talking about, um, I don't know. I think you talking about everybody's the amount of comedians he grabbed. Leslie Jones. It's like you're trying to Tracy Morgan make up for where you guys have fell off. Yeah. And I'm and, and I'm speculating, right? I haven't seen the movie. We don't know. I'm scared of it. Comes out this Friday. I'm scared of it. Listen, I'm worried. I'm worried about it, but I'm gonna admit that I'm nervous about what it's gonna do. As far as like, to me, it could, it could, it could, it could, it could stain the legacy. It could stain. I'm worried about. Why that. Why you didn't just call it something else? I mean, the, <laughs> I get you, it. What like, are you gonna call it? What are you gonna take? You know, a spinoff. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I'm worried about the whole illegitimate father thing. It doesn't make sense. I know that movie scene for scene. When did this happen? <laughs> when did this happen? When did he do that? When he you, was on the chase. When did you get that shit off? From the time? Yeah. I, so, so it must be before Lisa McDowell. Yeah. That's clear. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, we're at the club nights. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that. I don't know, man. Because he was focused. I mean, wasn't we'll, a, they'll probably explain when that shit got off because I'm. I don't know when. You're right. As soon as he landed, he wasn't so on Royal Oaks. He wasn't even on that tip. He wasn't on. If he was on that tip, it would make sense. I, but he wasn't on. They didn't. It didn't come he off like that. Was focused. Yeah. He wasn't even looking. At, even at the beauty show, beauty pageant, he wasn't looking for scattered ass. He was like, I'm trying to find my wife. All them fine women. He wasn't interested. Yeah. The one comes out with the business suit on, hair pulled back, no makeup. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. You ready to go? No, hold on, Simi. Yeah. That's her. That's her. That's her. Not the women with the bathing suits and all that. He wasn't even stunning on that. Ladies, turn around. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not into that. I could did that back in Zamunda. Zamunda. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. When did this happen? That's I mean, they're gonna explain it. It makes sense for Arsenio yeah. to have had that happen. Yeah. When did this happen? I Eddie? don't know. I don't like that you're trying to go back and rewrite. And the time, you, and the timeline's different too. A little funny. The timeline is going to be off. Yeah. Because, like, so Eddie got this shit off and holds his kid. Like, you know, it's just like the kid. When did this happen? The kid has got to be, what is it? Let's say, what, like 1988. No, the kid would be 30 at this point. Sheesh. I'm thinking it has to be one of them clubs. I just, I don't know, man. It doesn't make sense. I just don't like what they're trying to do. I'm nervous about it. I'm nervous about the movie. Um, but who's in their prime in that movie? Ooh, I'm going on the script right now. I don't like that. There's nobody in their prime. Wesley Snipes? Yeah. <laughs> nobody in their prime. 
That's another thing. Coming to America, people were just getting to peaking. that. They're, they're peaking. That's that's why he's got all these people in the movie because nobody's in their prime, and that's what scares me. Yeah, man. Oh Lord. Okay. Let's just do a best of and just yeah. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. All right. Well, we will know soon enough. We'll know in a few, we'll know in a few days. You know, for when you by the time y'all listen to it, y'all know. You know, the next day. Uh, that's why we're doing this podcast, man. If, if, if I'm on to something, if I should be scared or... I'm nervous about it, though. I'm nervous, man. I have very low expectation for this movie. Yeah? Very, very low expectation. So, so do I. But I got to watch it. I got to watch it. So, um, yo, D, you had fun? I did. Yeah, man. It, it was fun. It was different. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, I'm glad you came on, man. I told you. Thank you for having me. Oh, bro. This is no. literally one of our... This is literally how our conversations go. This is, this is barbershop stuff. Yeah. This is... Yeah. It's how our conversations go, but it's it's on wax, so... With the fly on the wall. That's all. Yeah. This is the fly on the wall. This is the fly on the wall. The so. mic is the fly on the wall. Yeah. So, I appreciate it, man. Thank um, you for having me. Yo, everybody else, if you like this podcast, please, please subscribe, share with your friends, um, text them, sharing is caring, um, leave a comment, you know, um, again... I appreciate y'all for listening. And with that being said, we going right out. So.